accustomed to um, to meeting and being in life without without the habit of you know planning or trying to control it or when you can just be in life this is a natural very natural way and as you get more accustomed to that then it's like I could not go back to thinking my life or something. You see? It's like we were talking. They was using the example that you know you don't know what state you are in until you're leaving it. And then we use the example of somebody getting a massage maybe for the first time, and uh, they are a little bit kind of unsure. You know, like no, 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 I'm okay. No, 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 it's okay. Thank you, but no, I'm okay. They feel uncomfortable. Maybe that somebody should touch them, you know. And um, but then at some point they allow it or they accept it, and something responds to that. Just by saying yes, then it opens up the door for that inner response. You know? And then such a person is very, very, you know, relieved and surprised. My God. I did not know I was so tense before. But then if you didn't say yes, you would still be living and think, you're okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. But then when you receive this massage, then you say, my gosh, thank you so much. This is such a gift. I didn't expect this. And what a what a gift to receive. This is so beautiful. And to be, to, to, to be in this openness towards life is very good. Such a relief. Also, to not to not have the this need to know or to no need for guarantees, no need for reassurances, even. But you come to that. It's not something that most people can let go so easily into. They have to. It's almost like an acquired taste. You have to get an acquired taste again to re-educate your taste for the truth again. But at a certain point, it just feels such a a burden to try and kind of work anything out like that. Of course, simple things, practical things, that's different. Because when they are needed, if you do them, they don't create any kind of psychological seeds. It's just like here and goneness about it. But things based upon, you know, personality and identity. They get established somehow inside, and we take them to be what is true. Mm-hmm. I read this quote from Papaji. It keeps coming. This quote, um, something that I forget what it's exactly what it says, but jump into the ocean of what you are, and if you find you're still swimming on the surface, yeah. stop swimming and sink into the depths. Of love, and it just—it was that quote was so much in my head today. You know, you're hearing these things from me every day, but you don't swallow them. It's like after a while, 
even to say, yes, I read of Papaji or Sri Bhagwan or something. But every day you're hearing this. And sometimes you get too accustomed to hearing, you stop hearing it. I remember sometimes people would say, oh, I went to see so-and-so today. And she said, you know, it's like, you're just, you're never your thoughts. So she said that. She said, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, you know. I wish I had an idea like that. <laughs> you don't miss your chance because only that is being said every day. Point you to something. But if you become too familiar with it, then you stop hearing it in the way it should be heard. And then somebody who comes just for an afternoon may hear it, the thing you have heard so many times. But to them, they've found a treasure. But for you, you're kind of you're not found. You're not really noticed. That take too much notice. I want someone to come into the the deep beyond deep. No. I want to meet such a. Even to say I want to meet such a person. It's not such a person. I want to meet such an intention. Because mostly we are still very often just floating on the surface, like you say. We talk, even our questions, you know, they they may sound like a good question, but they don't have the. If I'm going to say another word now, like they don't have the authority of authentic aspiration. That is a strange thing to say, isn't it? That even. Your question, if it is authentic, has an authority. You understand? Usually you only say the answer has an authority. But sometimes the question, if it's genuine, what is the authority of a genuine question? It commands a response from the depth of the universe. This is what I mean. Not only the answer. You want if you want a great answer, you have to ask a great question. What is a great question? Something that comes that matters to you. Maybe something that feels risky to ask or to expose. But it's like a move forward, you move forward, you know. I met one uh, one, we have one one spider in Jamaica. I don't know if they have them here, but we call this spider face this spider because he comes at you, and if you go at him, he come way further at you. You know? understand? <laughs> Most things, you know, people, animals, and stuff. If you go towards it, pull back. Even a snake, you know, he kind of pulls back. But this spider, if you kind of like go, he comes. And then if you go, okay, 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 and then you kind of try and flick him, he goes and come back pop, 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 towards you, like, you know, you want to fight? It's like this. So I call him, I call him Feisty Spider. Feisty. Feisty. Feisty means, in Jamaica we say Feisty, but it means Feisty. Feisty means kind of like a bit attitude, you know, you know stand up. Yeah. Well, I don't want people to be Feisty, means like this, but to stand your ground and to come out, come come across, you know, come across. Don't shrink. Don't keep shrinking. 
because if you shrink you can't you can't hear my response because my response is not shrinking and it's not aggressive it's not oh be strong be f-. no but it's you know hold your ground hold your ground this is the this is the, the real the real strength you know is to hold your ground you are put here you are the watchman for this moment for this you are the five o'clock watchman hmm? you come off at six at 6:59 where are you 100% watching you you see or 5:50 whatever it is 5:59 off duty then still watching for a minute then you move something not shrinking shrinking something go poof you're running to hide under the bed no you you may be something run to hide in the bed but you come out again say no i can't i could stay here this kind of power is it it does come more and more it comes more and more like uh, asking questions which are not yet ready for freedom not ready just this question is going to bring another question another question is going to come after this question if you ask a question and it's only you know it's going to produce another it's going to produce another question because it's not finished can you ask a question can you ask a question which is not going to beget any children a question that's not going to it's not going to give them any offspring of children this question is going to this is the end end of the road question end of the road question you see because i've been oh, i've once went to a place in uh, went to a place in wales it was the first place i've ever been to where i came to the end of a road i've never been on the end of a road a road is always going on ending it seems on ending but i went to one place it was the end of the road and the end of the road stopped right in front of a waterfall it didn't sound like that <laughs> demonstration okay and right at the end of the road was a waterfall and actually we had a retreat in this place uh, the place even nataraj was with me but i was uh, my the place i was living in was right in front of the waterfall that was my room right in front of the waterfall at the end of the road and that feels good do you want to come to the end of your road yes you choose i want to come to the end i don't want another map now i don't want another map i don't want another uh, gps is that what you call them mm-hmm. i don't want no jeep no more gps now they want to be at the end of the road what the end of the road what is the end of the road then you have to ask a end of the road question is it you know and then we see how the answer is maybe the answer and the way in which you can assimilate the answer that may take some time but your question is still a end of the road question you may even have to ask another a secondary question inside of the end of the road question but your attitude is that you come for you come for something you come for something you don't come uh, to be redirected somewhere else if you come to something directly then the master also knows how to be direct with you 
meaning that he's not going to redirect you somewhere else. You have to be now. Okay, let's find out. Do you have the courage? You see, to find what you want, what you are seeking. Then I have to ask you, what are you seeking? I speaking like this because in my own example, my own experience. No? Once this awakening took place, when I call awakening now, it wasn't final. It was something that happened, something great happened. That some place in my life, which was being lived like anybody else, most people, I had a kind of career. I was painting. I was into this thing, and then something happened, and turned my direction completely around, and opened up something inside this place here. And once that happened it wasn't perfect even now i cannot say if you look at life you know it's not that everything is going to be perfect everything you do is perfect every people you meet is perfect no there's going to be life is not meant to be perfect like that it's meant sometimes to be difficult it doesn't have to be easy but how you use your wisdom transform something that is difficult into something that's beautiful this is what you learn don't expect everything is going to be Just everything is work out. Everything is fantastic. Everything no, it's not like that. But you meet life in all its varied expressions. But you come from the self, and somehow your energy, your attitude converts into gold, because your attitude is golden. See? When that took place inside, something, and this is what I want to tell you. Something said yes. All the way, ready to give up my life. Nothing in nothing in my life until that point has ever challenged, or invited, or inspired in me the feeling I can give my life, whatever you may call your life. I give myself the rest of my life, whatever that is, for this. Never had I felt anything like that. If you looked on the outside, you may say, "But what happened to you that you changed so much?" I say, "I can't tell you from outside. I will tell you from inside that some magic has happened inside before I was alive, but now I am free." Fully alive, something like this, and yet I know it was not the end. It's not the end, but it is as good as an end for me, because it was the end of something. You understand? It was the end of something. It was something was finished. And why I say to people like this, are you prepared to step fully into this, to say fully yes? Don't try and ask for some little compromise, some little contract. Just yes inside your, because. That step was taken inside, and less than that, we just have somehow preserved a duality that is not needed. And this question is probably it is one of the most important questions. You know, what is it that you truly? 
want? What is consciousness? What is life? What is grace instilled inside your being that you can say yes for this? You see, it's like sometimes you're driving a you're driving a car in the night, and then somehow you're waiting to turn, and a car is coming, the light inside, and they stop and they flash you to say you can go. And then you go and you say thank you, but you don't see who it is. It doesn't matter. It's the action that you take, you know. And uh, sometimes, too many, too often, we want to be personal. You know? that, oh no, it's not. It's not John. It's George. Say, yeah, that's not the point. You know, just thank you, man. You know, it's not. It's not John being thanked. It's not George being thanked. It's the presence that's being thanked. And if we understood these things, and we will come more and more to understand in the right way, then it's like your inner space becomes more vast, because you have not limited your consciousness only to this body. To limit the consciousness only to this body is not a truth. You see, this is such a powerful thing. Consciousness does not have to function only inside this body. Because it doesn't have the measurement of the body. When you believe you are the body, then you feel like, you know, not just you are the body only, but you feel like you are the same size of the body. I'm only as tall as the top of my head, as far out as my fingertips go. Like, like you are like a balloon, and consciousness is like the air stuffed inside it or something. But this is just uh, our very uh, naive naivety it is not like that the consciousness does not have the shape of the body but if you believe it it will function as though it is the shape of the body because consciousness doesn't have any particular shape it will just assume the shape of whatever concept you you pour it into Even as we speak like that, you should feel oh, something is, is like you know. As your ideas leave the con- the, the, the 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 contracting, uh, limiting ideas we have in the in the light of real understanding, even as they leave, already. Sometimes you find yourself, oh, all ideas leaving. All stale energies passing, you see. And this is what has been happening actually when you're in a holy place or in a holy company. Even without that, the the influence of that presence is alleviating all your psychic toxins and stresses and identities. And it comes out it comes like this also. In some cases, violent coughing. <coughs> Same thing, actually. I don't know if I need to tell you about those things. When your whole life, your whole being is a yes. All the scriptures get fulfilled when your whole being is a yes. That is the purest religion.
not yes to religion, not yes to some notion of spirituality or something. But it's not enough to study things, read books about them alone. You see. In fact, I feel that uh, whole generations of people have been conned. Conned, do you understand conned? Been fooled, tricked. But who is the trickster? It's not a person, actually. It's just the arrogance and the mind, actually. And mind cannot be blamed. Does mind have a form? Does it have size? Does it have a species? Does it have anything? This mind? Does it have shape? Does it have weight? What is mind? Is it an object? Is it measurable? Where is the birth of the mind? When you listen to these things inside your heart, no? then your mind slips into samadhi very easily. It's like psychic surgery inside your being. Some of you must have heard about psychic surgery. Psychic surgery, they say, no, someone is working and with their hands they go into your body. Okay. But when they're at the end of the surgery, not no mark is there. I'm not interested in that. Psychic <laughs> surgery and your mind, in your being, take out all the bullshit. So, the ego comes to have psychic surgery, and guess what? It is the ego that's taken out. Then what is remaining now? So sometimes I don't like to hear, like what you speak as well too, I don't like to hear when you speak like that. Even though you speak my Master's words, my Master says something, you say, but I don't like to hear you speak like that, because every day you are told this thing. And what it sounds is that you still don't hear. Sometimes we pay attention to something that feels more far away. You give more credibility to that, and the thing that is near you miss. You travel across the world to buy a, a T-shirt that is produced in your own town, but you never bought it in your own town. You must begin to recognize that which is closer than intimacy. Otherwise, you'll always be maintaining some duality. Oh, it will sound great. Oh, yes, you know, we did this, and now, oh, yes, I found. But to somebody who knows, they'll tell you, what's the big deal about that? Why are you trying to show off about something that everybody has? Don't try to be extraordinary. Don't even try to be ordinary. Just find the truth. You don't have to go far. It's not like you have to go to another country, you have to go into some cave, you have to go into some ocean. You don't. If you're smart, you can find right here. One of the biggest cons in the life the biggest fraud, you know, that you think you can learn 
to be. So you can learn to you can learn, learn, learn your way into freedom. If it's only learning. Learning can happen, it's fine, you know. Because it's also the activity of consciousness also. But there's something much more powerful than just learning. To offer yourself some time to take that risk. It's not that I don't want to put it in these terms as well as risk, risk, risk. Actually, there's no real risk at all. What is really a risk is keep going with your mind. That's the risk. To be yourself should not be a risk. It's only a risk for your mind. Some people say, like he talks before, I'm afraid, I'm a bit afraid of you. You know. Yeah, I know this fear. It is quite okay. It's quite healthy. You know what this fear does? It stops us from being friends. Good. I don't want to be friend with you. You understand? Usually we're putting so much energy to try to be accepted, to be to be seen, to be to be to somebody to see you, to be you know, oh this person is so is so smart, is so talented, they're so this, they're so that. You know, you put a lot of energy because we're afraid. Yesterday you asked a question. You asked you said, Well, if you had fifteen minutes to be liberated what would you do? Would you agree? You know, in 15 minutes, it's here, it's there. And what keeps you? And and I thought, and what is keeping me is that I'm afraid to lose my attachment to my to my children. Yes. And my grandchildren, which is the most fearful thing I am afraid to to lose the attachment. I know it's, it's a play of the mind, but still, the bubbles of the soap opera mm. are big. Yes. I, I feel uh, I'm afraid of that. Yes. This fear is a snake that has bitten all the beings in the world. The fear of the loss of our attachments. You see, something inside you is greater than that. Because you must look at it sometime and analyze something to see is it true though? Because you have a fear of the loss of attachment to your children or your grandchildren, say for instance like that. You know. What do you imagine that freedom will mean? You see? What do we imagine that freedom will mean then? Can freedom be that your family is cast away from you? Well, I don't know. I don't want to say. I don't want to tie, put it into some package of what it means or not. I don't want to create, uh, to reassure you uh, in any form of delusion. But I can say to you that you cannot choose what is truthful, you see, and it becomes a cause of suffering for you or for others, genuinely. It cannot. I said before, if you choose, if you live, if you say yes to the truth, if you do what is right inside your heart, it cannot turn out to be wrong for others. But you may say, but I mean, yeah, but you know, because I chose this thing now, then my husband left me, you know, now my children don't want to talk to me. Then I say, but you know, this is already a sign that your relationship had no strength in the first place. And you may be living, uh, sustaining a severe delusion, if that is what 
come. You must be willing to face it. If if you your decision to search for what is true, which is the most holy um, uh, crusade in your life, means that your family will reject you, then you need to reflect a little bit about what life is for you. And I am happy that that you come forward and you speak out like this. It is good. It is good because it shows you're not nurturing, not shielding that attachment. Something deeper inside you knows, you know, it is not true. It is not true. Mm. To, to You cannot go through life. Or you can, of course. But what life? You see? Something I said before. Freedom is free, but not cheap. It means that somehow it's not cheap to talk about money. I'm talking it's not cheap, but that somehow it is like you... You oh you should just lie on your back and it just drops into your lap or something like that. No, sometimes you will experience intense pain. You see, because but then you see that that pain is not being given. I don't give you pain, but something uh, offers you a chance to come out of a pain that perhaps you are wearing a pain that you have not truly recognized, and it is hemorrhaging your energy. You see, because you are not living on a full breath. It's almost like I said one time, i never seen this movie, but I love the title. It says, Waiting to Exhale. Mm-hmm. Eh? There was a movie. Exhale means to breathe out. You know, breathing out for me in this sense means to really discharge all your fears, all your tensions, to just... Like your last breath is discharging something, isn't it? Like just... Sometimes you're living on half breath, not taking a full breath, because you're wearing so much, there's so much care, so much things to care for, so many things to keep, so much to protect, so much is valuable, so much you're on the verge, your mind is always on the verge of some chaos or something might go wrong. And this is why sometimes when people hear like this, "Ah, ah," because they're always thinking something bad is going to happen or something. This is not uh, the healthy state of being. You see? Muji, I mm. can say that actually it's it's kind of like that for me because yeah. the more I look I mean, even even I look or whatever, you know, there seems to be some kind of bad feeling about all of this now. About all of, of what, for instance? About a bad feeling not even a feeling it's this kind of like it, I could say it's bad but I could also say there's this kind of like grief grieving yes like separation or difficult to put into words but it's almost yeah. like a place of um, yes either sure. people are living with this state of sort of a sense of premonition or something mm-hmm. or that they that they they there's something that they feel something is missing but the mind won't tell you what that's a really hot one. Huh? Something is missing. What is missing? I don't know. Okay? Yes. Yes. I, in fact, I remember it was one satsang. I think it was in London or something. Yes. And someone was, oh, I, you know, something, what's, what's, what's wrong with you? I, uh, it's just something is not right. Okay, good. Let's have a look. What's, what is it that's not right? I don't know. I said, but, uh, you know, such faith. Such faith, isn't it? 
because there's something, something inside, and it, it's almost as though something churns that into a state of being, of kind of suffering, on the verge of some kind of tension or something. But it's nothing. I have to tell him, it's nothing at all. It's nothing at all. Like you're worried about something that doesn't exist. I'm not worried. Yeah. I'm not worried. Mm. I'm not worried. Yes. It's not. It's not worried. It's this kind of like there's. It, it, you know. It's this horrible. I uh, perhaps. I mean. I can't see. I mm. cannot see. There is a story in my mind that mm. this nothingness is not. Is like. There's nothing, and there's just me just falling back and falling and falling and falling, and there's nothing. That's an image in your mind. It's not really a story. It's a kind of image. And also the mind is forming all this type of illusions. How and why? It cannot do it by itself. If there was no you, you think there could be a mind going around causing trouble? If there was no you, could you see a mind just running about causing trouble? Like, whose mind are you? Nobody's. No, it's your mind caused trouble for you. And whoever keeps company with you. You see, this is what happened. Why does it cause trouble? Because there is some investment, there is a relationship there. I'm not blaming, you know, I'm just saying, let's point things out. Because sometimes we say, my mind, my mind. Actually, no, it's you and your mind. My mind, my mind. Don't blame mine. Mine has no power without you, as I said before. It cannot live by itself. It runs on phantom power. It has no power for itself. It's not self-employed. It has to draw power from somewhere and that's how it, it is like that I can see that, that yeah. the, I can see the projections and I can see the, these kind of like energy entities or whatever doing these things in my in because my you have time for it but no but I'm, I can say I yeah. can say now that yes. I, I do I don't pay so much attention to it very good and that and they don't play themselves out so much They're very good I can see them as like you know see that happening when we are not somehow self-aware because when you're self-aware it's something timeless when you are a person you come into time time is your life when time is your life there's a lot of time you feel my time is not good my time is like this you see so now and again life has to grab your nuts basically because that's the only time when there's no it's not a kind of it's not a holiday it's like there's a kind of an emergency sometimes things life takes a form of a kind of emergency a kind of crisis and that crisis is tremendously important in in a, in a sense because it washes away it blows away all kind of little trivial trivial things and then you start to come up, come again to a, a a power inside yourself to see what is important this is easy we, we, we dread this moment, but very often when they come, you see that they have been transformative. They blow away a lot of stuff, you see. Like some, someone I know quite well, a friend in, in Brixton, and for a long time she carried around all this kind of nonsense. And then one day on the way from work, somebody kind of came to her, there was a group of people drinking, and they came to her, and, and it seemed as though it was a mistaken identity or something, and started to shout at her. And this woman pushed her you know, on the street and, on, and was coming to get her, and she had to run. And this incident changed a lot of stuff in her life. 
that you could be sitting there doing your nyam nyo horeng yo nyam nothing. <laughs> oh, father, please help me. Nothing. Huh? All this stuff. Somebody beat you up. Oh, something. Suddenly, all your nonsense is gone. Yeah. You see, what a satsang. That's the horrible feeling. The horrible feeling is that <laughs> no, nothing, nothing, nothing can cure. Nothing can. Nothing. That's another thought. Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. Today, today, I'm throwing away thoughts. All your thoughts today, tonight now. Mm-hmm. Okay, tonight is your final night. Now I'm throwing away thoughts. So you show me some thought that's worth keeping. Some ideas of yours you want to keep. Hmm? Yeah, I have a big bag of them that I give to you. See, this is what people give me. Uh, they, they, they know. <laughs> no, they're nice. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, oh, Muji, I want to give you... <laughs> Thank you so much. Very good. <laughs> Yes, yes, I got all this rubbish. Would you take my rubbish? Uh, yes, 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 okay. <laughs> I feel that very often that there's a conditioning in us, hmm? an orientation, a kind of culture to keep thinking you have a problem. Just you exist and you have a problem. You see, this is a very bad culture. Very bad habit. Everybody have problem, at least one. Many people have hundreds of them. Mm. Could it be something just like habit? Of course, things come up in life. It's not that you should be just lying around, sort of like you know, eating bananas all day and drinking wine or something. No, some things come, but they should not be regarded anymore as such a huge problem, because. When you are established in your being, you don't have a sense that that something can go wrong. You understand that these things are shaped inside your mind. Some of the greatest things that's happened is because things went wrong, according to your projections. You see, but they turned out in another way. Everything that is happening in your life all your strengths, all your gifts. You could not foresee them. You did not even have a hand in them. You did not design them. All your friends, the true friends, I would say, mm. you, see, you did not design, they just fell into your life. Something just came into your, into your space. What can you take credit for? You see? What I am saying here is that you know, trust life a little, trust in life. But first of all, come. you have come to a place like this where... You are being guided to not not just into blind faith or something, but uh, through some very fundamental, some very basic insights and introspections, some inquiries that quickly, quickly remove this cataract, this this false view from your mind, and quickly immerse you in your own being. And it can be very quick, very easy. Of course, there's going to be a fight. Your mind is going to put up a fight. But it's not, a, it's not an eternal fight. It's not for very long. And what will determine the speed of it is how much trust you have inside and how much you, you, are, you stay in your yes and don't just believe the things your mind tells you. 
This is what produces somehow at the end a champion rather than a coward inside you. After this, there is one more thing. As we go on and on, everything becomes easier and easier. The hard part is in the beginning, if you want to say like that. Because it always feels like the road to truth starts with a gamble. It starts with some some kind of risk. It's asking too much. It's asking for my life so far. All that I have put together, you know, it wants to exchange that for something that I don't know. What does the moon want to know? We are quite intuitive beings, but it's as though we don't value anymore, we don't know this anymore. We want the cold knowledge, informational knowledge, objective knowledge, which is knowledge about objects, basically. But knowledge of the subject you don't know. And to study, study, study has not produced any sages. Say, when you come to satsang, more be willing to attune yourself to the vibrations there. More than to but what happens very often, people want to keep themselves. Meaning, you want to keep your identity, you want to keep your conditioning, keep your habit, and still have the truth. Well, it doesn't work like that. You see? That's the whole crux of it. That's the whole point of it. Then you say, it's going to be an exchange. You know, I get this and I have to give this up. But this is all the mind's nonsense. So therefore, I speak like that. I tell you, I'm not telling. I'm not interested in you giving up anything. What you have, you can keep. <laughs> but find something you cannot keep. In fact, what you have, you cannot keep. What you cherish, you cannot keep. And even this body that you need to enjoy it, even that you cannot keep. Find that which cannot be lost, which is imperishable, and which is total joy, total peace, total unity. This is my good news. But I am not happy just to leave it as news. But there is a time for giving things up. There is a season for giving things up. And I don't see enough of it, the willingness to give yourself up. Even I don't want to start even there. But let's put it like the loyalty or the dedication to keep yourself, or to keep your present notion of self. You see, this is the, this is the. Be at least willing, you see, truthfully, each moment. Like you meet tonight, I am very happy tonight to be without tomorrow. Suppose there is no tomorrow. Now is all there is. Big trouble for you? Let's put it. 
supposing you could not go home. Okay? And maybe you cannot stay here either. Okay? So all your links and all your things, your arrangements, it was not going to happen. It's not available for you. Uh, try and come to the gist of what I'm pointing inside yourself. No? Do you have that much courage? even, Or is your mind or your life only a series of projections? You're living only on projections. Can you stand in your life as you are right now? Without a link, without all links, all these, all these, all these links, all these things, all this play, all this thing. Then face your dramas, face your your fears for a moment, because if you don't face them, then that's what you look forward to going back to. In fact, you carry them with you. The one who sees comes to such a point and resolves it inside yourself. But you think, oh, you know, but I don't want to give up my family. Well, give them up to who? Finding yourself with the best thing you do for your family. They may not appreciate it in the moment. Not just for your family, your country also. This world also. Because the Buddha uh, gave up his wife and children and went in search of the truth and found it. And from a family of five, family of five million, millions, you see, that extended family, and not in exchange for your family, including your family. If you want, but at least have a lion's heart, not just a, a sheep's heart. You cannot do what is true for you, and it turns out to be wrong for your family. It may take them a while to catch up. That's okay. That is okay. But you do not benefit anyone, including the people you love by only trying to satisfy their projection of you, or satisfying your own projection of you. you see. It is very good. This is your beginning to discover what you are, is to have a doubt in what you consider to be yourself. You see, That is the beginning of opening. As Jesus Christ said, until a seed falls to the ground and dies, it does not germinate and become a tree. It does not do it. It cannot remain a seed only. So for a while we carry a notion. You ask most people, you know, who are you? I'm John. Where, where are you from? Yeah, you know, they tell you, do you know who I am? You know, I don't know who you are. Who are you? <laughs> who are you? The son of your mother? Who are you? Go into it a little bit and you'll find that people start to stutter. They don't know, actually. They just have an idea of what they have been conditioned to believe that we are. 
Is there the urge within to go further, to go more deeply? Wonderful it is that you have a human body, because with here, the consciousness is sufficiently broad, deep, the potential is great for the consciousness to awaken to its root nature. You know? This is the opportunity you have. If you are surrounded only by people who say, I wish you well, except don't be free. I wish you well, mother, sister, brother, uncle, friend, son. I wish you well, but don't be free. They would not say it like that. But as you start to step into freedom, you start to change colour from what they project. So, what's happened to you? What's wrong with you? So I'm wrong. I'm very happy. Yeah, but you're different. Uh, yes, but uh, I am happy. Yeah, but you're not the same. No, I don't want to be the same. I don't want to be the same as you imagine me to be. I'm not trying to change from what you imagine me to be. I'm just not concerned about what you think of me. You see? Deal with it. And there's not an arrogance. You see. And in time, you will find a way, a balance, where you'll be able to convey these things nicely, as much as you can, without judgment or condemnation. You will be able to, to converse with people at a, a loving and, at the same time, clear way. If you are free from the need to be accepted, to be liked and to be approved of, of course, it's nice to be accepted and so on. But if they can't accept you, what are you going to do? Fall apart? Everyone must learn to be strong enough to be alone, if you have to be. I don't say, go off in the bush and be alone. No, no. If you, there's a moment when you have to be alone, you have to stand by yourself for a moment, at least. Don't go out searching for that moment. Life will bring it to you, if it needs to. Don't miss your grace. Don't miss this opportunity of falling completely inside your own ocean. Don't miss this opportunity of not trying to control the world, or your feelings, or other people, or what they think, or anything, but to be completely empty. Starting right now, you can do it, to feel the full joy of that. Mm. When I said this quote to you today, I don't feel that I listen to Papaji. Like, I don't feel that I take his words stronger than yours or something. It was more that I, I, I heard this quote, and then it was with me all day, and I wanted to ask you like, how to stop swimming, because I see there's still something swimming. And like I just I want to fall in completely, but it's, it's like. And then I check in like. But I told you that already. All your questions I've answered, but you have not accepted. But I I want to. Because say yeah. That I I I heard you ask me in my in my heart like, who's swimming? And I checked and I was and I 
didn't find and then it was then it yes like this space opened up inside like just that there's nothing but even if a space opens up inside space opens up inside watched from where also and by what don't finish your inquiry prematurely stay with it you see don't start to open your champagne yet stay with it stay with it stay with it but what sees this even you see don't turn it into a mental riddle but stay with it because it's opening up it's opening up opening up opening up and when i say opening up meaning that your answers will not be objective you follow your answer your experience will not be objective it's more be something you see oh this great light yes yes what sees the light now there's great peace oh beautiful what what perceive the peace oh this great space oh this is wonderful but what perceive the space Oh, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot go there. Why? How much distance is there? Oh, there's, there, there's no distance, no distance. Then what is there to see? How will you see that which has no distance? Then what will you do? I'm confused. Confusion, you see. That is only just a thought again. Then who are you? You see, who are you? Then your mind is searching for an answer, but the very searching is also seen. But each time there is like a a cave being dug, not this way, but this way. Something is moving in and in. Then finally, what will you, what will you see? it will not be a phenomenal seeing it will be a seeing which is born out of understanding an intuitive insight you see it will be finished are you ready to be finished you see this is my question are you ready to be finished the you who is kind of constantly hitchhiking from one situation to the next constantly oh you know at the mercy of your mind and your thinking oh i don't know i don't know what to do and this are you ready to be finished you see to be finished with that no to be finished as that because this uh, identity and its suffering is being preserved somehow and if at the end as papaji said something i will tell you now something because he say you can be searching for a very long time hundreds of years but if avoidance is at the root of your seeking you will not know freedom then you must come to see yes there is some avoidance this type of looking hmm, is going to flush out things that you have never seen before you have never seen before why because you had no occasion to look all you did was complain all you did was suffer but now you're being shown how to look and when you begin to look 
nothing can hide. Nothing can hide from the eyes of God. And God will give you eyes to see what you have not seen yet. But if at the end of it, your bottom line is still, after all of that, I want enlightenment for me, then you will not find it. Find out who you are. What keeps this identity afloat somehow? This is one who goes to sleep. How can you sleep at a time like this? Hmm. How you can sleep at a time like this? Sometimes I've seen people in satsang, they're sitting there. Huh? And I say to them, you know, they are going to the toilet. One time I'm talking like this. We're coming into our inquiry to the to the very the core of the, the universal being. Somebody tiptoeing going on. Where are you going? The toilet. Toilet. I'd rather you wet yourself and be free <laughs> than go and relieve yourself and still be stupid. Huh? Wet your pants. I don't mind. This is excusable for a seeker of truth. Huh? Sometimes we are ready making little excuses, or oh, your body is calling so many things. So, I'm calling you to be giants inside yourself. I didn't come here to seek followers, but somehow to release jnanis, the sage inside. Otherwise, what is it about? Just another game we play. Is this a game? It is also a game. It is also a game. The only game I can play. I like that people come with some something like tonight. I don't want to go to bed actually with you on free. Has anybody ever told you that? Does it hurt me? No, it does not hurt. I can go to bed. But if uh, somehow the pulse of my life is it to see you free? You no, know, I know you are free. The pulse of my life is to let be expressed what has to be expressed. I take no commissions. So. Does the suffering of the world makes me suffer? No, I feel pain because I don't like to see anybody suffer. Even though I know it is an illusion, I know I know the experience is painful. I wish for nobody to be in routine pain. Pain sometimes has to come. For me also pain comes. But routine pain, no, this smells of something that is not true. You see. While we are here together, no? the opportunity is just for that. I don't want to plant seeds and watch them rot in the ground. I don't want to sit in satsang and at the end you remain untouched in the wrong way. Find something that is 
indestructible. Sometime, maybe somebody not here today that will listen to this, this talk will benefit more than you. Who can say? I don't know. We were talking today, I say, actually, sometimes people come to a place like this and uh, they want to, they imagine to feel good. They want to come and feel good. So feel good. But it's not a spa. We don't have a spa. It's not to come to feel good. We do everything to make a comfortable, pleasant place. But this is not about pleasant place. I would like it that even you come here, you don't even have to go to somewhere else, actually. Why can't you do it now? Why can't it be seen here? Because your mind will be making another another appointment to something else after this. I see people come sometimes, Oh, yes, I come uh, here, and after here we're going to go to the Algarve for a week, and then after the Algarve we're going to go to um, Saint-Tropez for a weekend. I say, Bloody hell, you have not got time for freedom, man! The devil is your secretary. Planned all your vacations for you. Come here like there's no tomorrow. But who will do that? And then your tomorrows will be beautiful, if you care for such a thing. Don't go through life speaking of places you've been to. It's not a place I've been to. Oh yes, it's one place I've been to. No. Say, this is one place, this is where I died. <laughs> Why do you say, yes, this is where I died? You see? And you're not a ghost. But this is where I died, this place. Hmm? Not where I've been to. Wish you were here. No, where I died here. Yeah. Where this this stupidness and this this casualty of life died here. In this body this is perishable. But something imperishable is also here. Determine which are you, you see. Not uh, philosophically, but irrefutably. Each person that come here now, you write a letter, you send video, I look at them, with some of them not don't read. Okay, this one, this one looks I would like to meet this one. From the letter look. All the remains for me now is to be free. I just want to come sit at your feet, I want to finish off oh oh, oh this one I think I'd like to meet. Oh this one. Oh, I'm a great musician, and uh, I have holiday coming up. I'd like to come in Montessori. No, this I don't want to meet this one. No. Most people will not discover the truth, not in the same era, because life needs them to perpetuate the manifestation, <coughs> which is fine. Manifestation is also divine. Here is the play of time and change, of life and death, and heaven and hell, and you and me, and this and that, and right and wrong, and war and peace, all these things. 
this is the domain of duality this is okay but there's nothing permanent here this is okay too understand this but understand that even with time which is impermanent make use of time to discover the timeless use this mortal body to discover the immortal that is that is intelligence so if these things stir up within you a restlessness a feeling of loss it's good it's good it's your chance it's just the beginning a kind of spring cleaning as i said don't form any premature conclusions about anything even if your mind is swelling there's a neutrality in you be there let everything go let everything do what they're doing but recognize that which is not a doing it is here now hmm? it is even given rise some way for this conversation to take place it is beyond the region of otherness and iness and yet it is the most pure and my advice don't waste your time but you are free to waste your time can you waste my time i don't think so You think something? Om Bhagwan. Om Bhagwan. Shri Oh, Bhagavan.
Sachida. 